What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Hey, for everybody who's watching us live, we are live here. It is May the 4th. Welcome to Hyperspace Hangout. Hopefully we have some new people in here uh, watching on YouTube, hanging out with us in Hyperspace on May the 4th, Star Wars Day, as Yeah. It is. A, it yeah. Is. The 4th is strong with us, my friend. And it is great to be here. We have new Star Wars content today. Um, I'm going to say this. I went into this much like I went into The Mandalorian thinking... It's going to be cool. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and it blew well past my expectations. Got to say. Um, okay. Just okay. Just, you know, it's a new character. It's okay, cool, whatever. It's it's an animated thing, but man, I'm in and I'm hooked already. All right, where are we going? What are we doing? What's the deal? Um, I think for me, just yeah. sort of an, an initial review one of the things I've liked about Star Wars Rebels compared to Clone Wars is Clone Wars, I've said this before, we know like none of these characters are going to die. All right. Obi-Wan, Mace Windu, they're all safe. Um, and that's what I loved about Rebels watching is because like, man, the stakes are high. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. And then you get to the end of it and man, heartbreak. Right. So yeah. don't want to spoil that yep. for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. But this, I mean, literally 10, like three minutes in and you're like, this is they, they could easily just call the show Clone Wars Season 8 because uh, it's the same music. It's the same <laughs> announcer. And it's great. It's great. Shout out to Bree, uh, yeah. to uh, D. Bradley Baker, man. I think he literally is, does 50% of the work on this show. 
right? He's voicing yeah. like he voices the entire <laughs> the entire squad. Um, so he's just out there. He's just out there killing it. And uh, man, it's cool. It's really good. I read something um, a couple days ago, and I found it to be really interesting. It was just sort of like a off kind of hand interview um, about the Bad Batch and kind of what it was what like i guess the tone of the show was going to be and i found that really interesting going into it and it talked about how the big kind of struggle we're going to see this season and we're seeing it immediately is <clears throat> the clones even though they're clones of jango fett they're all technically the same they have kind of throughout the clone wars we see them develop personalities and kind of really become their own person even though they're all clones um especially with like the armor right they have like their own sort of painted armor and the stripes and um like the certain patches they wear and now the empire's coming in and they're stripping that all away and they're all you're going back to just being clones. You're all going to become what we will see as stormtroopers, and it's all going to be unified, and it's all going to be the same. And that seems like, to me, what it, we're going to see here. And we see that already with with um, Clone Force 99, the Bad Batch, uh, because they are so much different than everybody. And so I think that's going to be this sort of struggle. We see Hunter um, sort of pushing against this idea. We meet with Saw Gerrera there at the end, and they say, oh, I thought we were taking down droids. Now droids are gone. These are mm -hmm. insurgents. These are people. And so they're beginning to sort of see that. And because they have the ability to sort of think without the chip, well, okay, they can they can sort of see that. And really, it seems like what they really want, the Empire really wants at this point, the, M the new Empire, as where we're at in the timeline, they really would rather just have droids, I think. Um, and that's where they're going to turn. That's where we're going to turn these these basic these stormtroopers into. Um, but yeah, so overall, man, I really liked the first episode. I thought it was a great arc. I feel bad. I thought Crosshair. You know, before we kind of all thought that Crosshair would be the bad guy. Once we started to see some of the the trailers and breakdowns, when we mm -hmm. saw them in Clone Wars, I was like, man, Crosshair might be the guy I like because he's like this cool sniper. Nope. <laughs> so, yep. so yep. yeah so so we'll see but man i i loved it i'd give it a solid like eight like eight out of ten um it's just an, it's an intro episode um and i you know i know it will progress much higher than where we're at right now but overall i, I loved it yeah i hear you on that i mean i i also loved it i i really enjoyed it um i guess what i like yeah even though we knew where it was going to be in the timeline and stuff when i saw uh, the title aftermath yeah you know and you're like oh shoot yeah like here we go man this is like order 66 is it like it's a galaxy changing event you know what i mean so there you, you can never to see the effects of that and to see what what happens around the galaxy or with different factions and groups i always think is a great thing one thing that the mandalorian did well uh, I thought in this last season was to show the explosion of the second Death Star and how that affected people on Tatooine and different places, right? And so I was like, "That's that's kind of cool." It's what they what they're doing in this episode is showing us what happened to the clones, what happened to the Bad Batch, and how's this affecting Camino? And you're totally right, totally right that they are doing this. The the big kind of conflict here is between. The, the, the clones are now going back almost to their original programming, 
You know, they are now more droid-like, and those personalities are wiped away. And we saw that uh, at the in Season 7 with Ahsoka and the conflict with Rex and everything that was happening surrounding the capture of Darth Maul. So now here we are, and actually Bad Batch notices it. You know, we'll get into some of the, the details um, here in just a little bit, but they notice it right away. I mean, they, they notice that this is what the big conflict is about, and Tarkin uh, is, is there to deal with what's what's cheaper is it cheaper to should we reap are they reprogrammable or should we um, get recruits i mean what 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 is the empire going to do this whole shift is happening so but overall i really really liked it and i want to say this kind of before you know so many thoughts get racing through the mind here i want to say this before i forget it the there was a lot of um in the episode you saw the the like this is going to sound crazy because it's animated, right? But how many times was there a light on and the light was taken away? Like mm-hmm. numerous times, like when they're in the forest um, or they're, they're on the ship or something and like a light would go down and, or this, this orange glowing light. If you remember again in The Mandalorian, what was a really nice scene was when you had that nice blue and orange glow, which, which reminds you of Empire Strikes Back, which is one of the, you know, it is the po- most popular Star Wars thing right um and they did a lot of really good cool stuff with the lighting so i freaking loved it i thought it was absolutely sick and i was intrigued the whole time i, I honestly i even felt for crosshair which we'll, we'll get into like I, I was feeling for a guy who was who i i kind of like as well i'm kind of a you know when we play our first person shooter games i don't mind you know i like to snipe, snipe. a little bit yeah. or maybe get out the uh yeah you know it's fun <clears throat> but i can't root for him right now yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it was good. And I and I agree with you. Man, they set the tone here really well. And Tarkin comes on comes on screen in an animated thing. And I'm already back to just hating him. Right. Not that, you know, just as he that's he's right. he's a villain that you hate. Like, that's good. That's a good thing. Right. From a character perspective, you should hate the villains. You're just like, God, Tarkin, why? You know, you're here and you're messing messing with our boys. Um and yeah, we then we met some other characters in here. I mean, the thing I almost, the thing I found really interesting is um, I'll jump jump to the way end where we see Saw Gerrera, how just how quickly the just how how quickly it it happened the um, yeah the, the resist the rebellion starting right. I mean, it's yeah. like immediate. I, I guess I never I guess I never really thought that it would be that sudden, right? That the that the rebellion would be within days of Order sixty six, really. Um, mm-hmm. So I found that kind of interesting because that's what it feels like. I was like, wow, Sagarera is already mo- mobilizing people, and like Order sixty six and everything just just happened, as in like a, you know within the same week. So that I found kind of interesting. I, I thought it might take a little more time than that. Yeah, I, I thought that was that was neat as well too, and and it's one of those things. Like, even though it's very small, uh, it's nice to see that pocket of resistance or rebellion already, and it's it's something we even saw in episode three a little bit with just uh, Bail Organa looking at the temple, going, "This can't be though. This this can't be right." You know what I mean? And you have this small group of senators working together in episode three, kind of saying, uh, "This is not good. We're not we're not going in the in the right direction here." And I think a lot of those senators and politicians, they definitely know. And there's some secret kind of conversations happening behind the scenes to say, 
you know, this is this is not good. Um, and we, maybe we do need to form something or, or create something like a formal rebellion or resistance to this empire. But it was cool to see Saul for sure, one hundred percent. Really cool to see him resisting that. And and that's the thing he's calling him out for. I mean, you guys murdered Jedi. Now hold on a second. These are supposed to be the keepers of peace, right? I mean, anyone who's interacted with the Jedi, for the most part, would tell you. They treat you fairly. Like you might not like their kind of black and white uh, judgment calls or whatever, or, their, or, or what have you, but they seem to do overall good. And it's a struggle for Saul to sit there and say, "Yeah, we're we just killed all the Jedi." Um, he kept calling him, you know, out. Well, he kept telling the Bad Batch to look look closer, re-examine this. And you were sent here to kill children. There were children with Saul, refugees. Mm-hmm. So start to ask yourself what's really happening here, and then they're getting tracked, and it's right. Know. And, and, and so. to see how quickly the empire is is already moving, and I know in the comics they kind of explore this a little bit too, but it's just like to see just how quickly they've already they've already moved on people who are who oppose uh, Palpatine, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. within days, like oh no, here we go, we already we, and so it's literally it's that sudden. So that's. Um, that was interesting. Now we did get sort of a cool character intro in the beginning. I think we, you got to talk about it. I mean, oh, got to, yeah. I mean, what what did you think? Are we going to see him more? This, I think he's going to be a a character in the whole series now. I mean, I just don't think you show him in the first the first episode, and then we don't see him again. Yeah, this is interesting. So um, I think people were stoked to see this. Um, Depa Balaba, his master, killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a comic book where I guess it's just slightly different. I mean, they're sitting around a fire versus they're in a full, you know, like war battle or whatever. But um, still, the separation happens, which is something that Caleb um, or Kanan will will talk about later in, in Rebels. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was really, really awesome to kind of see to see that. And again, I think especially what's especially hard for the Bad Batch and for Hunter right at that moment is to look at a padawan a essentially a kid he calls him kid child kid how is that child responsible for any of this you know he's he's an apprentice he's a padawan with his master if you want to hold his master accountable that's one thing but when you say we're going to we're going to strike down or we're going to shoot and kill this padawan versus even trying to bring them in for questioning or or to capture them no i mean it's just it's crazy that's that's too far, and Hunter knows that. Part of what I think, um, just real quickly with Crosshair, we'll talk more about him later, but I, I, I swear to you, something's going on with him, and I think he's going to come back around because there's something going on with his chip, and obviously they, they, they increased it, but, I mean, he's susceptible to the, to the chip. I mean, Rex was shooting at Ahsoka at one point, you know, so it's none of them are doing this because they want to. It's all Palpatine's manipulation with the chip and Order 66. So, but yeah, it was cool to see Caleb. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tristan James in the, in the in the chat here says, I noticed that whenever they would take their helmets off after Order 66, Crosshair would keep his on. Good point. I didn't know. I did not. Uh, that's just not something I, I really I didn't like, either. thought of during the episode. But that is interesting um, to think think about. And we did see that right throughout the episode was he was obviously acting much different. I mean, right out of the gate, he's questioning Hunter. Did you, What happened to the kid? Where would he go? You know, what you know, where? You let you right. let the Jedi go. We're supposed to assassinate all the Jedi's and everything. So, um, 
Yeah, I think I'm with you too, though, on that. As I don't know that Crosshair is going to stay bad the like entire time, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's actually what Tristan's saying. I mean, like, like, like straight up, they're they're not going to let him keep that chip in his head. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's got to be if we're, we're going to speculate just for a little bit. I mean, Crosshair is important. You saw what Hunter said, which is like. Um, you don't take one of us away from the other one. We we either all go or we are you know none of us are going when they're when they're kind of behind the ray shield. And even though he's Crosshair is arguing with Hunter, Hunter still just says no. All right, like I'm still in command. I'm still the leader. I'm still whatever. Um, you're allowed to voice that. We can debate this later. It is what it is. But now we're on. You know I'm I'm calling the shots and and fall in line. Let's let's go. So yeah, I don't think. Um, that's going to be a, a big point at some point, which is trying to get Crosshair back or trying to get that chip out or because he's kind of like on um, he's not fully gone. Right. When Order 66 happens, it doesn't happen instantly for him. He's he uh, he is resist. He's not resisting, but it's just he's not as susceptible or whatever to just immediately comply, mm-hmm. which is a part of the deep what they call the defect or his enhancement. Uh, but it's enough there that he's leaning towards we follow orders, guys. What's going on here? Yeah. And he's being pulled uh, you know, in that direction. So Yeah, absolutely. And I think um I mean I think this first season he's gonna be sort of like the de facto sort of villain, right? And then it'll probably be like the end of season sure. one when they get to get him sort of saved, and then you introduce a new sort of bigger villain to kind of and that's who you that's who's gonna be like the overarching villain for the series or whatever, kind of like what we saw in Mandalorian, right? You don't introduce Moff Gideon until the very end of season one. Okay, now he's going to be our 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 bigger guy who we're going to deal with more often. But then they tease the the series sort of villain Thrawn in Mandalorian in season two. We probably won't see Thrawn for who knows and then how with now that they're expanding everything. But uh, here, same thing. Maybe Tarkin is it? Maybe Tarkin's going to be the guy who's always trying to hunt down this 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 clone group. Um, and we're going to see who and what all they get involved with, um, because we know that they're going to go try and meet up with somebody, but I got to say, not that I, not that we didn't expect this in the first place, but the fact that they showed Caleb Dune, who will become Kane and Jarrus in episode one, like in the first five minutes for me, now you just know we might see Ahsoka and Rex season one. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I, I do think I, 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 I assumed we were going to see them at some point. Um, especially since Rex, Rex and Echo's sort of connection, and the he, Rex is kind of doing his thing too. He's left kind of the the clones, yeah. and he's with, and he's with Ahsoka. Um, we might we might see him season one. Yeah, that would be wild. So I guess that's the question, right? Do we think that's possible to see uh, Rex or Ahsoka in season one of the Bad Batch? And I think the answer is yeah. Why not? I mean. Is it is it possible? We don't know where they're going to go. We don't know what this group is is going to do. We've already seen Saw Guerrera, and again, it's not like they're um, going and they're going to stay with them and go with them for for some time. They'll probably just come across them, leave them. They, they're almost like they're cameos, like they're showing up along the way. And the Bad Batch is starting to gain uh, a a. They already have a really good reputation. I mean, they're mm-hmm. basically called in, in like an army, like a miniature army uh, among their clone troopers but then now build that reputation among Saul and and his partisans and then other factions that would lead towards a rebellion I think that would be um that'd be pretty cool so yeah I mean 
likelihood, I think, sure. Ahsoka, Rex. Uh, I mean, who else? You know, Caleb Dune coming back again. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. So what do you, I mean, well, I know we're only one episode in, but now that we've seen it, a little bit of it, where do we think this is ultimately going to kind of go? Where like where is this? What do you where do you think? Where do we think this series is ultimately going to kind of go? Uh, so okay, to answer that question, we uh, we have to answer I think uh, a, like a different question, which is who is Omega? Guys, yeah. I think it follows Omega. I think it's all about Omega. I I think it's mm-hmm. the bad back because she kind of like she's looking through their stuff. She's one of them. She has the enhancement, you know, like the defect or the enhancement. And I thought it was a really cool kind of detail. And that Echo is not necessarily a, a true member of the Bad Batch and having and having that enhancement. Um, he just went through a lot of craziness and, and what yeah. have you. But Omega is that fifth, that fifth member kind of, of of this group. And so to me, where this goes is is a search, I think, bits and pieces will be dropped about Omega. Something extremely important about this character. Very important. And they're going to figure out who it is, and they're going to become kind of a family in a unit. A lot like we had that family closeness, that feel with Rebels. I think you have to have that with this, and it's going to be, you know, where that's going to guide us moving forward. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I'm with you on Omega because she did some interest. There's a lot of, there was already just a lot of interesting things about her. One, she knows who all the members are, um, and then we and then they say, "Oh, there's five of them, right?" It was like, "Well, I only count four, right?" Okay, then we were revealed. Yeah. Okay, Omega is is the one. We kind of saw that coming, and then man, the Kaminoans, Lamasu, right, is talking, and she and it seems like they're they already know there's something more to her. Now she seemed like she kind of knew what some of them were going to do. And you and I were talking on the phone just before we start when I was driving home from work before we hit record. Can she, does she have like some sort of, can she like read minds? Can she see a little bit of the future? Is it some sort of connection? Is she like the glue that's supposed to hold this unit together? Mm-hmm. Um, like she's yeah. really supposed to be like the commander of this unit because she can like, not control them but she has some sort of connection with them or i'll go ahead and say it is she force sensitive and maybe that's what they were trying to do was build a force sensitive clone yeah there there is something there because i mean she knows what crosshair is going to do what's happening um and seems to again the, the the shot knowing not really knowing how to shoot a gun or not ever have done mm-hmm. it before and then then omega picks up the gun and boom shoots crosshair and and get lets everyone get away i mean like yeah it seems like also also here's the thing here's the really important thing lama Su is actually there watching and, and stopping the um the, the the hangar door from dropping down did you notice that yes, right to protect and, her yep to protect her and i think also to let her get away because it seems like you know she's talking to the prime minister it, it seems like Omega is they would rather have her away from the Empire and the Emperor before uh, or while they figure out what the Empire is about and what they want to do or what they might do with Omega. Because I think they know maybe her, her full potential and there's probably some records. I guarantee you Tarkin gets his hand on some record or some secret about Omega 
It goes to Palpatine and Palpatine and Palpatine says, bring her before me. And it's literally the Bad Batch keeping her away from Palpatine. That's the way I see this kind of going. Yeah. And if that's the case, it's epic. Let's do that. Now, people people were saying that in Rogue One, when they're going through all the files, right, and hyperspace tracking was one of them, we didn't really, under, you know, oh, that's cool. And then it becomes yeah. the story of um, Last Jedi. Right. Uh, they do say Omega as one of the things. Shut when, and like, up. Like black, dark, <laughs> dark, they don't say Dark Saber. They say, like, Black Saber or something. Yeah. Is another one of the things, you know, so it alludes to it. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see whether or not it's it's it, it is that. But yeah, it is interesting. I mean, now now the other thing we have to think about. Well, okay, so now that we know, because we didn't know a week ago if she was a clone or not, we kind of assumed. Um, but if she is a clone. We were saying, is she the final clone? Sure. Um, why hasn't she? We know that she's obviously something in the Bad Batch where she is different. Why hasn't she aged? Um, mm-hmm. as 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 far along, maybe she's somewhat unalt. Maybe her aging process is unaltered. Um, and is she the only female clone of Jango Fett that we know of? Yeah, and that was unclear, right? I think that is still un- unclear right. because you remember we saw that um, Tarkin's inspecting, and there are other clones that are being grown. So it's. They are cloners, so they can clone any individual. Who is it that they are cloning? Because it's interesting too that Omega has the this kind of what what type of accent is that? Is that Australian? Or like the like her accent is just is yeah. just it's so different that it doesn't seem like it 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 like she's even closely related to. Right. I, I I can't tell. It did sort of sound a little Australian to me, which is that um you know that it. And I and I think I I'm not an expert on dialects, but um, you know, like some parts of Australian have a little bit more of the sort of British in it than others. Um, um, I mean, it's its own thing. She has to me has a little bit more of that like British in it. Um, so I don't know if that's like more Sydney or wherever you know, depending on. But yeah, um, yeah. So the other thing, though, I I just think it's interesting. So is. I think she is a clone of Jango Fett, though, because they said there there are five of them. So was she created? Yeah. Um, Tristan James, yeah, I wonder if her defect is that she is Force-sensitive. Well, that would be really interesting. Um, one, because that means that they created a – maybe that's what they had to do. Maybe they had to say, hey, we – in order to make a, a Force-sensitive clone, we need to make a female. Yeah. Because um, you're still using Jango Fett, but we're going to make a female. Um, and I, the only reason I'm saying Django is because they he, they described her as there were five of them, so it almost makes it seem like she was always part of that group. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because that would be different. Like, well, she's something else. It was like there was four of them, and then there's another one way later. Where it's like the, it's like the bad batch that makes it seem like it's all one batch mm-hmm. of of things, not two. You know, so like, but that's its that's its own thing. Um, cause that would make them her sister. That would also mean that Boba Fett might have a sister that's his same age. Yeah, that is crazy. I, I, do, I again, I wish it was more, more clear. I get what you're saying. I think actually you're, you're probably right. I mean, cause Tarkin asked straight up, like, are these the only defective individuals? And you lumped in Omega into that batch, into that bad batch. I don't think you would do that if this wasn't, if the original like DNA or, or um, 
specimen or whatever was wasn't Django. Right. You know what I mean? So I think I think you're right. And they they just alter right. it. And and so, yeah. And also, I mean, she's super protective of them, like in, in the mess hall, like she's defending them. She seems very close. She knows about their battles and who they are uh, because she she relates, literally relates well, to them. Right. Mm-hmm. It would explain a lot if I mean I think let's let's just say for sake of argument she is force sensitive. Um, then it does seem and Tristan James uh, in the comments here says puts it out uh, as well. He says we know Palpatine tried to make force sensitive clones. Maybe they figured it out with her. Well, that would make sense if they know that she that Palpatine and Tarkin figure out. Hey, we they have successfully made a force sensitive clone because as we know. Uh, where we're at in the live action stuff is Dr. Pershing is trying to clone this little guy. Right. So, right. or at least it seems like it. He's a Kaminoan because I, I think I think it is more that Grogu is not a clone. Remember, we were on that for a while, like season one. We were on that. Is he a clone? Is he not? Um, theoretically, still could be. We'll have to see. But um it certainly seems like they're trying to to clone him. Uh, yeah, they are. And, you know, actually, we need to look. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be a series where um, I think we might get one of these cloners who ends up. There's something interesting in, in Legends. Um, Boba Fett at one point is tracking his, his DNA and his genetics are just going to complete breaking down. Yeah, it's like breaking down. And I forget who he gets, whether I don't know if it was Nala Say or if it was, it was someone else, honestly, in, in Legends at that point. But tracks down a cloner to try to figure this out um, who was on the run and also away from the cloning facilities or the cloning faction that they were originally involved with. So like does Nala say or someone get kind of a conscious and say, I'm going to maybe take what we know about Omega and go on the run or, or um, kind of corrupt or, or hide that information because yeah, if if Omega is a force sensitive clone, well then Palpatine's there. Like that's something he would want. And again, by the way, this, I mean, gosh, it's all wrapping up into uh, like we can start throwing in Star Killer here in a second when you talk about force sensitive clones and just different things that that could happen. Because he wants that. It's tied in with Snoke. We see the Snoke bodies. We see uh, possibly something happening with uh, Moff Gideon. So. Where along the way did he lose Omega or this information from Nala say that, yeah. Well, well, and keep in mind what's happening literally like right now in the Darth Vader comic. Mm-hmm. Have you, have, have you seen that in the news? The Darth, the stuff? Oh, yeah. it's like the big deal. Um, it was, and I, I haven't really, I'm not diving deep into the comics, but in the Darth Vader comics right now, Darth Vader has been training, right? And he's gone to ex- he just went to Exegol and Vader has Luke's Oh, I hand. did see something about that. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I did. They, yeah. they finally explained it. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And he was able to sort of that's part of like Snoke. He was able to help use some of that to create. Yeah. Cow. It's wild. That's wild. Um, all right. Interesting. Yeah. I think this is all gonna be um, this is why you and I think Omega is going to be important and I mean, live that, yeah. through all the Bad Batch and be important, I think, for post-episode six into The Mandalorian and, and still around, you know, with uh, it's be, be an interesting conversation for Boba Fett and for others to have uh, with an Omega who lives on. Yeah, because if she because it yeah, because it's interesting because if she is 
a sort of, I mean, obviously she would be altered, but if her aging isn't altered, then she would be roughly the same age as Boba Fett right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. We, we looked that up the other day. Yeah. Yeah. They got his hand, but not his lightsaber. Yeah. Jeez. Well, that's still another story for another day. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Who's telling that story? That Who's telling that story? Oh man. Seriously. That's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I I gotta say I it's it's good, man. I like it, and we're getting another episode Friday too, which is which is good. So we're gonna dive right in now. As who is it? You were looking this up before we started. They said, "Hey, we know somebody." Oh, for and sure. And you were looking it up, and you thought you might have found. Yeah, so I don't know how to say his name exactly. So it's it's uh um he's he's the deserter, and if you look up clone trooper who's who's a deserter, uh, cut luck. Laquane, I think maybe is how you say it, but Cut um, mm-hmm. is a guy. He's a clone trooper who he served with the um, Galactic Republic. Um, it, well, he served in the Grand Army, right? And he decides to desert. And he, uh, I think it's Rex, decides not to turn him in. And people were looking up. So J nineteen, I think, is the system where in which they're going to. And people have looked this up. Oh, gosh. I don't even know how to say the name of the system. Um, Salyukami? Or Salyukami system, maybe? Uh, Outer Rim Territory. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, people were kind of looking up that it might be in that... Like, J-19 might be located in that sector. And then this is, again, everyone else did this work all earlier today. People were looking, looking into this. And saying that one of their friends that they might know they might be able to go to is this is this guy who had deserted. Um, so that to me was was interesting. I think other people were throwing out the idea of, you know, Rex. Uh, is that someone who you could go hit up? Maybe. I, I think right now in the in the minds of the Bad Batch, they're thinking, no, he's one of the clones. He's a reg um, who is probably the, like the chip has, has done him into. He's not someone we can go to. Who's someone different? Who's someone who stepped aside from this path and, you know, that we could that we could um, look into. So I and I think this is season two, episode 10, uh, I believe. Yep. That's what what I'm seeing here. Yeah. Yeah. Season two, episode 10, the deserter. Um, uh, And, you know, they're always kind of in like story like Clone Wars does this thing. And I I watched the the IGN review of um today's episode i listened to it before i watched the episode and i think they said something really interesting because they're just talking about how this episode was like longer um they said it, it always felt like clone wars was never tell a story in one episode and what you and when you could tell it in four <laughs> episodes and that is kind of like a clone wars thing it's like everything's in like little four episode yeah. arcs um so yeah the uh yeah so yeah, this this it's a two part storyline and, and it started with the previous episode episode nine which is called um uh grievous intrigue so those that's if you're gonna watch i think the deserter these are the two you need to watch yeah yeah so i mean he ends up kind of helping rex and things and rex lets him go and was gonna you know report him but uh that's a guy who uh i mean j19 i I just couldn't think of i mean there are other references to j19 so let me pull those up um that's just the one that people were um looking for there so star wars j19 Let's see what mm-hmm. else we got. Uh, you've got a bow, ri- a J nineteen bow rifle. What? There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. A couple other that 
Well, there uh, I have I have I have all the Easter I have all the Easter eggs pulled up too. So after that, we could talk about the there was there was one other kind of really cool Easter egg that you brought up, um, and I'm looking here to see what people are saying about it, and it does seem like there's a lot of speculation about it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let, we can do that because it might actually I think the J19 stuff will come up here in a second too again. But yeah, okay. let's go over some of the Easter eggs. Okay, so uh, yeah, so. So, yeah, so this is from uh, Den of Geek here. They did a great job of breaking it all down. It says, one of the darkest scenes in episode happens when the Bad Batch arrive back on Camino. As they're walking through the halls of their base, a group of clones pass by carrying a stretcher, a dead Jedi's body covered by a sheet. Out of the stretcher falls a lightsaber, which uh, some fans have speculated belongs to Jedi Master Shock T, who died on Coruscant during Order 66. The lightsaber doesn't really look like shock tees, but we don't know who else that might be in that stretcher. <laughs> so that's just like one of the things um, that, that they're saying and, and people are sort of um, speculating on it possibly being shock tee. Now, um, I don't know, though, where do they get the shock tee died on Coruscant? Because I believe in before Disney purchased it in, in what was let then not even expanded universe because uh, it came you you kill her playing as star killer or galen mark i should say in the force unleashed yeah so there is the only thing yes and you're right so in there, in there is a deleted scene yeah yes um but in in what you call the canon outside of that deleted scene star killer back in the day mm-hmm. um yes you're you're 100 right uh in in canon now it's like uh, there's a someone sees a vision or has a vision of Anakin, I believe, stabbing through Shakti. Um, but I okay. think th- I thought that was on Coruscant. And so, and but here's the thing, though: we're on Camino. Why is her body on Camino? Are we studying it? You know what I mean? Because that I went and looked, and that Could scene be. is on Camino. So it does, didn't make sense to me as to why she was there unless she was taken there, or did she go there? Uh, yeah. So uh, Yoda. Yoda has a vision and it's Vader, but it's Anakin because it's a blue lightsaber at the temple. Um, at the at the temple at the temple does it, yeah, yeah. So so to me, I, I was trying to look up, you know, like what's a, who was a Jedi that was posted maybe on Camino or was there at the time of Order sixty six that they just killed. You know what I mean? Like, are, was there someone at? Yeah, because in yeah yeah because in yeah. Yeah, and then in Legends, it's uh, it's Felucia is where she dies. Um, Galen Mark, codename Starkiller, uh, you know, whatever, kills her. Okay, gotcha. Or you as the player kill her, which was one of my favorite, which was one of my favorite mi- missions. So, oh wow, really? I was like, wow, wow seriously? <laughs> Just... How dare you? <laughs> uh, pour one out, pour one out for Shakti. Yeah. So. Oh gosh, man! I I, I was, it, yeah. So okay, yeah. Sh- Shakti, I don't know. That, that just didn't. I haven't even looked at her lightsaber. I, I don't know if you guys in the comments want to let us know. Like, does that look like mm-hmm. her lightsaber? Um, I just don't know why it'd be shot. I think it might be revealed later who who it is. Don't they might tell us like what they're doing with Jedi bodies and they DNA? Might. I mean, wouldn't they take a Jedi body to Kamino and have it looked at and analyzed for its DNA? Possibly. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. Let me see what let me see what everyone's saying. Um, okay, so here's one. Wow, this is interesting. 
Um, in the episode with the refugees, there are right behind Saw Guerrera, there are a handful of people. Um, there's a father, a daughter, and or there's a father, a mother, and then a young girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are saying that the, it, it the guy kind of uh, it could theoretically be um, the Ursos. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, they say like the age. It looks like it looks like it matches. Yeah, that's cool. Um, like character descriptions and stuff like that. But because um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now and I'm like, oh yeah, that does kind of okay. Does kind of look like him. Yeah, no, I think that's cool. That that would be really neat. See, I love I love those little kind of um, just Easter eggs that, that you get uh, and things like this. Just the tie-ins and and little cameos and what have you. A lot of cool stuff you can do in an animated series like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because Mads Mads um, Mickelson, I you know, as soon as you see him, uh, if you go and you look at the, uh, let me, I'll send you a link right here. As, um, I think you'll be like, wow, well, yeah, that might be, <laughs> that, that might be them, which is just cool uh, to see. So they were already kind of part of this deal with Saw Guerrero. And they were. We do know that. We do know that they were um, very early on. So there's another character. There's a, another character. It would be Galen Urso that you that we could see throughout this show. Um, because now it's like, you know, Rebels took place after Ro- – well, it took place before Rogue One in terms of the timeline. But, you know, they were already so deep into the show by the time the movie came out. Um but now you have this fresh start and you can say, hey, let's let's take some of these new characters that people like. And that's that's one of the things we've talked about. What what who we already know we're getting Finnick Shand in this series. Who are these other characters that we've kind of introduced into Star Wars now that we're probably going to see earlier v- v- uh, versions of? You know, you and I have talked about um, there's a lot of look at all the characters in The Mandalorian. Are we going to see the Siege of Mandalore? Are we going to see um Dinjarin, young Dinjarin, right, and or his planet, and maybe get some of the backstory there. Um, Grogu, I think, is a possibility that we could maybe see. I, da- I don't know, I don't know, but maybe um, Doctor Pershing, maybe you know, oh, like something. Gosh, be, yeah. We're, we're going to be on Camino. We're dealing with clones that could totally give us some backstory. So there's just a lot of cool stuff you can do with a series like this um, to expand it further. Gotcha. So. Yeah, let me let me ask you a question here. So let's think about this for a second. So, huh? Um, how old is Boba Fett during this time? You know, like it, it, let's let's look up because that's a character who. Why not run across him? You know, could 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 we do that? I mean, like if we're gonna run across a bunch of different characters and go from place to place or whatever, and you had brought up earlier. Um, the idea that Omega would be close to the same age. I'm not exactly sure. I know that around the time, I'm trying to see exactly how old Boba Fett is during that time, because it'd just be kind of cool to see them. Cause he was running with a crew starting in, into like, he looks like he, he, yeah, he, right. He looks like he's during attack of the clones, which is what three years after, Attack of the Clones is three years before Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. He's probably like nine. Looks like he's roughly like you know nine years old, oh. something like that. I would say. It, okay, so there's so he was born in 32 BBY, 
Um, and then by the time we see him, probably, yeah, uh, we see him in. I'm just thinking by the time of Order 66, which is what just happened, he would be, which is around 18 BBY. Then you would be at uh, 14 years old. So just a little bit older than maybe what we, what we think Omega is. Possibly, you know? Yeah, so so he's t yeah, so he's 10 years old. He's 13 during Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and so he looks yeah. I mean, he looks like he would be just a little bit older now yeah. cuz she looks about to be the same age as he was in Attack of the Clones. So she would be yeah. relatively she'd be a little bit younger. Yeah, kind of like now. a like a second generation, but there was this defect, alteration, whatever, you know, enhancement and um yeah, that'd be kind of cool to see her come across Boba Fett. I'm just thinking of other characters that could show up in this. Uh, that would be kind of mm. neat because, you know, you throw out Fennec and I'm thinking Book of Boba Fett and yeah. Fennec's there. Um, this is cool. Just kind of cool connections. Um, so just with some more things here on the Star Wars Reddit. Uh, what if Omega is an early clone experiment of Palpatine, um, which is something we've talked about before, just because of the, the slick back hair. Now that they're really protective of her. Um that to me would let me know that the Kaminoans would know maybe he's force sensitive or he would have specifically ordered something like that. So I think I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of out on that, that theory. Cause to me, it made it seem like they didn't know any of this was going to happen. What, what do you mean with say, say that again with Tarkin? Yeah. I, I, it seems to me like the Kaminoans didn't know that like order 60. Well, maybe I, well, I don't. I think they had the chip in there, so that yeah. an order could be given. But I don't think they knew Order sixty six was gonna be the order that was given. Oh, for sure, yeah. And and they did know exactly that there was a, an ability to control them and and do things like that. But yeah, whether or not they knew it was to kill the Jedi and all that kind of stuff, um, for sure, because because you actually see at the end there, they're kind of discussing what what might happen. You know what I mean? What could happen between, um. Well, with, with whether Omega is discovered by Palpatine and, and by the Empire, like how is that going to affect things? And do they want that? Because now they've kind of seen what what Order 66 means and they understand, I think, their potential and the, the power that this that this has. Also, they had to have gotten paid a ton of money. Like the cloners have to be rich and wealthy beyond all get out. Why are they still living on that planet? Like get a better planet. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, nah, I'm just kidding. Maybe they enjoy it. The old uh just being out there in the you know, ocean ocean world. It's kind of scary for me, but anyways, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm fine with it. I I think they're probably, I'm, you know, debating right now what to do. So. But they also want to stay they want to stay in production. Yeah, um, you know what I mean? Looking, look, they want to stay in production. They want to keep, you know, they keep, they're trying to sell Tarkin on those clones and say, "Hey, these are good, you know, the clones will do their job." And He's there to figure that out. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me see what else everyone's kind of saying. Uh, so I guess uh, maybe not not necessarily bad batch stuff, but just May the 4th stuff. Uh, were you surprised as we didn't get anything else announced today? Other than the sick new lightsaber toy. Did you see that? I did not. No, I did not. What is this? Let me look it up. Sick lightsaber it toy. It is. It is a. Um, 
it's like the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. It is a it is a set, it is a full on retracting lightsaber toy. Really, I don't know how it works. Really, I don't know how it works, but it's not like the ones where you have to flick them out. It just does it. I don't know how it does it. I don't know how it works, but it looks like you're lighting an actual lightsaber. I... It's not like the tube where you're carrying around this hill right. thing. I mean, it's just like it's like you're carrying around a hill. You press the button, it goes up, and then it comes down. That's all I've ever wanted. That is all I've ever wanted my entire life. That is all I've ever wanted is a lightsaber just to do that for me. Good God. I mean, that's huge. Let's get one of those and take the celebration. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Disney lightsaber toy. Um, it's like the, it's the new thing. I don't even know what it is or how it works. Dis, uh, re, it's, they're calling it the real lightsaber. Galactic Star Cruiser. Hey, is this a type, uh, ga- the- is this a Galaxy's Edge or is it like a? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Is it an actual toy you can just buy? I don't know. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. I unfortunately haven't dug that deep into it. I literally saw the thing. I'm going to send you a link. Yeah. Right now, as is going to look at it and he's going to say that's like the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then we're going to have to dig a little further. Galactic Star Cruiser. Let me do the thing here. Oh wow, they got like a, they got a video here. Yeah, it's a video of it. So tr- Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, that's not a toy. That's an actual lightsaber, bro. <laughs> that is an actual lightsaber. They figured it out. I mean, no, 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 Matt. That literally went from being. Just a lightsaber hill, a real one, and she pressed ignite, and it was Ray, and it literally just shot up like an actual lightsaber. It's real. Wow. I have no. Holy. I I have literally I have literally no idea how it works, but it is a cool thing. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser launches in 2022 at Walt Disney World Resort, um, which is the one in Florida, uh, not on my side of the country says maybe you should watch it one more time (laughs) they're saying if you don't know what you just saw maybe you should watch it one more time or 10 yes that is a new type of lightsaber ray it's not really daisy ridley but somebody playing ray um create it uh guests who experience star wars galactic star cruiser will be the first to see it in action along with so much more starting in 2022 when this amazing new Two-night adventure debuts. Watching that lightsaber activate right before your eye will be just one of the countless ways that from the moment you arrive to the moment you depart, you'll be plunged into a Star Wars story where your decisions or actions or even casual conversations you may have determine how your personal journey unfolds. So it looks like it's some sort of... Is it a cruise? uh, I don't know. I think it's at Disney World. So I I think it's just sort of a... It's just yeah. a, a thing that's there, but you have to. It looks like you get on a star cruiser. It's like a ship, right? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so it's one yeah, of those it's... like interactive event right. type, th- yeah, things. Right. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. I have yet to go to Galaxy's Edge, and so I'm looking forward. Again, pandemic took that away from me here. Uh, you know, so I gotta gotta get ready to find some time and and go back to Galaxy's Edge. And man, if that is something I can go, how do you think that thing works? I think there's a kyber crystal inside of a lightsaber hilt I and it's no force activated. Idea. It's amazing to me. I that have that no is, I have no Guys, idea. you have to go look this That's up. That's an thing. actual real lightsaber. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say it like, because you were comparing it to like the toy thing. I thought it was going to have like rivets or whatever. Like it, is, it was going to have like, 
where you could kind of see that it was. It probably does up close, but I mean, my God, I mean, like, let me that's... see what everyone's saying, and they're like, "We'll debut a realistic retractable lightsaber." I just don't know how it works, and it is blowing. You... Yeah, blowing your mind. You think when George Lucas came back, I guess, from the galaxy... I, I guess it would have to. It would have to be battery. I mean, it is battery powered because of the light. But it has to be some sort of mechanism in there that causes it to go up and then also pulls it back down. It's probably absurdly expensive. Oh, I, I don't care. It's like I, I don't care if it costs a thousand dollars. I would get. I'd pay more than that. I'd pay more than that. I mean, I'm I'm working on a five thousand dollar R two D two unit, so you know, throw throw a couple thousand dollar lightsaber in there. Let's let's go sell the car. You know. Put the house up for sale. Let's do I'm this. So, I Crazy. Just, I'm just so intrigued on how this. I'm thing telling you what happened. Works. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you, dude. George, like I said, came back from a galaxy far, far away. He came back and he said, "This is the story." But with that, he came back with artifacts. He has finally went into Skywalker Ranch and said, "All right, I'm going to show you guys what I, what I, <laughs> I'm going to show you. I didn't make this up. Here's the saber. You guys study it." Figure out how to way to make you know make a toy version of this. I'm not. I don't want the real thing out there. You know what I mean? And they 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 figured it out. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Somebody showed. Somebody somebody showed somebody somebody's like this is the, the they they did basically a, a a mock breakdown of how it would work, and it's just it's really it's really interesting. So it 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 looks like basically what it is is it it's got like two spinning wheels in it. It's, it's got the, the plastic or whatever that must be sort of collapsible. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't think, I don't know that you're going to be able to like, I don't think yeah, you're going like, to bang on lightsabers. No, with it. probably not. No. I think it's going to be too fragile perhaps. Right. But it's, it does. It basically has got this thing that just causes it to push up and then, and then pull down. It's amazing. It's all I've ever wanted. So cool. In life. It is. It's, all I, it is. I, I, it's not. It's not asking for much, and I don't know why it took us this long to get it. I mean, we Matt and I had back in the day. At one point in my in the trunk of my car, we used we to have the 15, old school ones that were like sabers. that were like cones, right? And it would be like yeah. you'd have the lightsaber, and it'd be like up to here, and then just flick out a little bit, and it'd get like progressively smaller. You'd have to like fling, and you'd have to like shove Matt. it against your leg to get it to go back in. Yeah, Matt, just think of our, our kids, uh, you know, when they're growing up and they're like, I can't believe dad used to play. They're going to have garbage. actual lightsabers. <laughs> they're going to be. <laughs> they'll have like they'll have like uh, the real deal. It's crazy. It's crazy. No, it's epic. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, was there guys, anything well, else on May the 4th? I mean, I didn't really see anything either. You no, know, I just there felt wasn't. Like there, was... I, there was other. There was the lightsaber. There was. The Bad Batch episode, and that was kind of it. No really book news, no really anything else news. Because that's what people are kind of saying. A um, little underwhelming for a May the Fourth event, um, and that's that's kind of that's kind of what we've got. We feel like we've gotten more in the past, but I guess ultimately, yeah, is, I, I, is kind is kind of what it is. But I think that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I, I did see. I think uh, I don't know if this was. I thought the new Thrawn book dropped either. I, th I think it was supposed to drop today, but I think it dropped early because I have, I obviously had it yesterday. You you heard me. Um, I was I was reading it. And I know some people got the uh, early edition just because they were reviewing it a couple weeks back. But um, 
yeah, Timothy Zahn's new new Thrawn book is out there, and I've, I've been reading that. Uh, they did on their social media on StarWars.com, uh, or even just just on their Instagram and their Twitter, they took a bunch of artists. You know, they they had a bunch of artists kind of um, draw different images and create some new Star Wars art that they featured on their social media. So that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, I guess there's there where well, there were some sales, right? They were they're always deals and sales on games. There's definitely like sales. That that you can... Yeah, there's definitely sales. Let me pull up Steam here really quick because I'm sure that all of the Star Wars games are on sale. That usually is uh is is the case anytime any sort of Star Wars thing comes out. Oh my out. god, dude, they have uh, some playing cards. They have they're selling these the Mandalorian playing cards and they look amazing. It's all Grogu. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> it's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, let me type in Star Wars. Yeah, all of the Star Wars games are on sale on Steam right now, um, which, by the way, are actually some pretty sweet deals. You can get Jedi Fallen Order for twenty bucks. Um, you can get a lot of the old games for five bucks, which includes Knights of the Old Republic, which you can get for three forty nine. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic two three forty nine. Star Wars Republic Commando the PC version for three forty nine, um, which just came out on uh, a lot of other platforms as well. Um, so pretty cool, pretty cool. I usually I usually wait till May the fourth to go update my um, Star Wars video game collection. So I yeah. uh, or or when Mandalorian or whatever is coming out. So um, although at this point I own just about all of them, mm-hmm. so there's not yeah, really much I, I don't have except for some of the some of the really old games like X Wing and X Wing Alliance and and some of that stuff. But uh, yeah, you certainly can 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 go do that. Yeah, and also, guys, if you want to, go check out StarWars.com and click on their May the 4th, like they have their blog, their news and their blog. Uh, it's got links to everything that's kind of on sale. I mean, again, this will, this will you guys will hear this a little bit later, but still, um, there's some cool shops on here. And I, I guess even if you don't get the sale, well, there's always, you know, Revenge of the Fifth uh, and so on. Star Wars fans will, will carry May the 4th uh, almost to the end of May if they can but there's tons of cool little shops and stores on here that have Star Wars kind of stuff, heroes and villains. Um, gosh, they've got uh, Jinx has got some cool shirts and T-shirts and stuff. They've got phone cases. They've got everything on here. It's, it's unreal. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. As well, I think uh, since we're no longer live, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of let's shut the let's shut uh, the out, outcast off here and. And recharge because we will be live on Friday, and hopefully, our, and we'll have some of the uh, technical hiccups. I suppose I don't know. I wonder what that was. Maybe YouTube just kicked us off for some reason. But um, no nonetheless, thanks to everybody who was watching over there, um, Sith plots, and uh, yeah, you know, we will just and we we will be live Friday for episode two of the Bad Batch. Yeah, absolutely, we will. And I'm I'm pumped for that. And if you guys have thoughts and theories, um, if even if it's just like J19 stuff or Omega, send those in. Um, because we'll be back to kind of transmissions. We'll do our reaction, our reflection, and then if we have some transmissions, those are YouTube videos. That's extra content. Uh, it's your voice on the podcast, which we love to do. We love to feature you guys in hyperspace. Um, just hanging out with Matt and Ez. It's it's a lot of fun, and and I am. I'm pumped. I'm more pumped than I than I thought I was going to be about the Bad Batch. So that's always a good thing. So yeah, yeah. Send those in to um, hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. Absolutely, guys. Well, guys, we will see you 
Friday. And as always, remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops. how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.